as God intended. Let's go. Welcome to Looking for Healing Radio, where pharmaceuticals are not medicine. My name is Nicola Burnett, and I thank you so much for joining me on this lovely Tuesday. I am super grateful for having the opportunity to share, educate, and expand the mind of, minds of others around the topic of natural healing that has always been available to us, but has seemingly gotten lost as the primary modality of healing. And hey, remember to tell all of your health-conscious friends that they can find us live and via recorded podcasts at americaoutloud.com, on the iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Pandora networks, and also via America Out Loud phone apps downloaded from Apple, Android, and Alexa. Okay. We got a great show for you today, and I want to talk about a really interesting topic. I think you'll find it interesting. I find it fascinating. It's one of my favorite topics to talk about. We're talking on this show about natural medicine. And after 30 plus years of experience of working in the field of health and healing, one of the primary things that I have observed is that natural healing is probably one of the most misunderstood topics out there amongst the entire global population, or at least those who are not educated directly in it. So why is that? Well, a couple of things. Number one, keep in mind that the industry likes to keep you confused, that just the the general public confused about health and healing and nutrition. And why? Because they benefit from that. And I mean benefit financially. I mean, just think about it. You walk into any health food store, maybe you're just kind of a novice person trying to get some help for yourself you know, you've got some symptoms, you've got some health issues going on, you you really maybe have done a little bit of research, but are not super clear on exactly what it is that you need to do. You wander down to the local health food store, or you wander down the aisle in Whole Foods looking at products. And what we see typically is thousands of products. And not just thousands of products, but you may be looking for vitamin D or vitamin C. And as you're standing in the aisle, there's 17 bottles. Some are liquids, some are capsules, some are chewables. There are different dosages. There's different companies. How do you make sense of any of that? The answer is you don't. And they plan for that. And they know that. They want to keep you confused They want to keep you overwhelmed. They want to keep you feeling small and uneducated and unsure of yourself. Because think about it, when you're in that state, you're much more 
open to make purchases of things that you don't need perhaps, or you're much in a much more vulnerable state where somebody as in a salesperson could talk you into something that maybe if you had a little more awareness or knowledge or clarity, that's really the word, they wouldn't be able to talk you into that. So if you just stop and think back to any time you've walked down an aisle, either in a health food store or a grocery store, and looked at all of the nutrition products, I don't know if you've ever stopped to really tune in how you feel, but what I just described is probably pretty accurate. So maybe somebody talks to you in the store, in the aisle, they ask you a couple of questions, and they say, well, I think this product would be good, or I think this would be good. And you're kind of maybe gauging that, tuning into how you feel. Do you feel a yes? Do you feel a no? Uh, do you feel confused? Um, and perhaps you you know, hand over your power to the person in the store because maybe they sound more knowledgeable than you are. And maybe you walk out of there and spend, you know, a couple hundred dollars or a thousand dollars. You go home, you feel kind of proud because you did something. But on the other hand, you probably get home and empty the bag and put all the products out on the counter. And you're thinking, gosh, I, I you know, I hope this works. Uh, should I take all of this at the same time? And you're fumbling, looking at the labels. Do I, do I eat it with food? Do I take it on an empty stomach? Do I take it before bed, first thing in the morning? Uh, you know, those kinds of questions. Did I did I get good quality? Is this really good product? Gosh, I really hope this is gonna, you know, result in resolving my my health issues or symptoms. I think everybody on listening to this podcast can relate to this in some, you know, in some way, in some degree. So perhaps. I'll go to the second point of this. Perhaps you take this supplement protocol that some has been recommended, some you're guessing, some you're just kind of experimenting, and you take the supplement protocol and maybe something happens where you start to notice a little bit of something. Maybe your skin starts to clear up or maybe your abdominal pain is less, um, or maybe perhaps you notice nothing. And you keep taking and you keep taking and you're not really sure, well, at what point should I see something or at what point should I not see something or did I get scammed or do I have bad product? I mean, there's really no way to assess any of this um, without you know, some real coaching and knowledge and education for most of us. And so maybe you do it for a little while, three months, six months, a year, whatever it might be. You know, you're looking at your credit card, you're looking at your receipts, and you've spent just a crazy amount of money. And maybe you're six months into it, a year, nine months, and you're kind of reflecting, going, you know, I've been taking all this stuff and I really am not noticing anything. So if that sounds familiar to you, you are not alone. So my topic today is how natural medicine really seems to um, mystify, baffle people, uh, difficulty for people to get clarity, how to use, what to do, where to go, who to believe, all these types of things. And so typically what I've seen in practice uh, over the years is that people will spend a unbelievable amount of money, will try all kinds of things, 
like over 10 or 20 years, they try gadgets and they try supplement protocols and they try different exercise and they try, you know, maybe starting Qigong and meditation. They try all these things. And after all that time, they still do not see the results that they're looking for. This is the most common scenario that I see in my entire 30 plus years of being in this industry. And what do we do at that point? We give up. We throw in the towel. We're just like, ah, this natural medicine stuff doesn't work. I've done this. I've done that. I've tried this. I've tried that. Yeah. You know, I've gone to this practitioner. I've, you know, gone to this whoever, naturopath, chiropractor, functional medicine. I've done all these things and I'm just still not satisfied. And I still have these symptoms and and it's, you know, maybe it's getting worse or maybe it just really hasn't changed much, you know, that's noticeable. Why does this happen? Lots of reasons. We are not taught about our bodies. The average person is not walking around just casually taking biochemistry, physiology, anatomy, microbiology, Unless, of course, that's something that you're interested in and pursue, but that's not going to be common information in the common knowledge in the the common public arena. And then the other thing is, is that one thing people don't realize is most of their information, a majority of their information that they receive comes from marketing. And you may be hearing that going, no, no, that's not me. That's not me. I go on Google and I research and I read this and I read that. Well, a lot of the stuff that they'll put up on Google are ads for people selling supplements. And it's, you know, kind of a, 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 what is it, a bait and hook. If you look at certain things and read certain things, and there's always a link maybe to promote a a product or, you know, a link. If you want to learn more, go here and maybe, you know, somebody's practice shows up and they want you to schedule an appointment or, or something along those lines. But if this sounds like you, you know, you sound like that person who's done tons of supplements and I done so much exercise and I go to the gym every day and I work out two hours and I take these herbs and, you know, I go out every day and I do grounding and I, I just finished a, a you know, 10 pack of colonics. And, and there you are still not feeling like you have solutions, resolutions, you're still dealing with the same symptoms, then hang on because this podcast is for you. We're going to go to a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to jump in and start analyzing this and getting to the root of understanding why this happens. So stay tuned, and we'll see you in a few minutes. If you're like me, you'd like life to return to some kind of normal. You're burned out on all the fear-mongering, but deep down you try and minimize viral exposure and your risk of getting sick. You've heard it talked about time and again by respected medical professionals. Use a pulvinone iodine nasal solution. I don't need to tell you just how powerful a nasal cleansing formula with xylitol, povidone iodine, and vitamin D3 for immune support could be. In fact, my attorney told me not to tell you. Google it and find out for yourself. 
Now, get yourself a bottle of American-made Cofix RX nasal solution. Let's get out and live again. CofixRx.com. That's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com. Use coupon code out loud and get 20% off. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like Freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. We are fighting the ultimate fight between good and evil. AmericaOutloud.com replaces groupthink with innovative think. Well, it was Walt Whitman, the poet, who said, keep your face always toward the sunshine and shadows will fall behind you. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. Welcome back to Looking for Healing Radio. So I want to jump right back in and talk about this topic. That's one of my favorites. So we just talked about in the first segment, the perplexing, confusing uh, world that the average person tries to navigate when they're looking for natural healing on their own. So The question is, how do we engage natural medicine in a way that we are able to achieve the results we're seeking? Well, what I'm about to say is probably going to, I don't know, shock you, intrigue you, (laughs) or both. But what I would say is the biggest block for people, the number one block for people, is the conditioning and programming that people carry around health and healing. Now, let me give you a couple of examples. A thought comes to mind a couple of weeks ago, I had a client in my office and this client would sit in front of me and she'd swear up, up one side and down the other. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Western medicine. Oh, I mean, you know, they don't know what they're doing. I mean, they have their heads up their asses and you know, I've gone to this doctor and that doctor and this test and that test. And, you know, I've, I've gotten nowhere. And I, you know, I've been doing that for two years and I'm just done. And natural medicine is the only way for me. And I just sit and I listen and I say, okay, okay. So we'll proceed. We'll get into the consultation. We'll talk about some things. I do my thing. And maybe that client leaves and then the client comes back for their next visit for whatever that might be two weeks, two months, four months, whatever it might be. And that same client will sit down and this happens all the time. The client will sit down, they'll look right at me 
And I'll say, okay, so, you know, how are you feeling? What's going on? A little bit of a check-in. And they'll say, well, I went to my doctor and I had this test done and I had some blood work done and, you know, I'm waiting for the test results and I'm supposed to go back in three months because they put me on this medication and so forth. I, I think you guys all see where I'm going with this. It's either light or it's dark, but you don't get both. So you're either in Western medicine and involved in that process and and how that whole process works, or you're not. And I understand that in the beginning, when people first venture into natural medicine, maybe they don't fully understand it. Uh, They usually don't fully trust it because they've tried so many things for two decades and they got nowhere. So, you know, their faith is a little bit low at this point. But when we look at, when I look, let me, let me be clear. When any client ever comes into my office, I listen. And I mean, listen, really listen to every word they utter. And why? Why is that so important? Well, it's important because I'm trying to understand this person. And part of understanding the person is to understand their belief system. And we all as humans, whether you believe this or not, it's a fact. We all reveal our belief systems through the language and the words that we use. That is a fact. So when I sit down and I'm speaking with somebody and I'm listening to what they're saying, that really helps me to understand how to meet them where they're at. And that that's, I think, is the most important thing. And the other thing that I'll say, revisit, go back to again, is that people don't just typically stop Western medicine altogether and then just go exclusively to natural medicine. There's usually a dance that goes back and forth and back and forth and back and forth because they've been so conditioned and programmed in the process of natural or Western medicine. It takes a while to work through all that. There's a lot of cobwebs and there's a lot of, you know, conditioning there. And I'm talking about conditioning that's very unconscious. And so when I have a client who says these types of things, I'll give you one other example. I'll have a client who walks in and will say, oh yeah, I've, uh, well, maybe we'll be talking about detox and toxic loads and we run our whole body scan, we get the results, and then we're just looking at the report and discussing it and reviewing it. And on that report, they'll see their toxic load and that could include parasite load, bacterial load, et cetera. And they might comment to me, oh, yeah, you know, I, I did a full parasite cleanse. You know, I did that like six months ago when I was working with such and such and such and such person. And I'll say, oh, okay, well, what did that involve? Oh, you know, I went to Whole Foods and I bought this product and it was a powder and I took it once in the morning and once at night for 30 days. And if you really, really, really understood, and I don't know if I have time to get into it today, but if you really, really understood the process of what is involved in eradicating a human body of parasites, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not taking a powder for 30 days. 
oh, I would love it if it was that easy, <laughs> but it's much more involved. And I'll probably get into that at some other time on some other uh, podcast. But for now, I'm just going to stick to talking about this uh, conditioning and programming that we all carry. So that's the first thing that we need to kind of work with and overcome in order to be successful. The other thing is this. I think it's just be a human thing. And people just really, I think, have this understanding that they're because they're in a body and because they can read some things and look some things up on, you know, a search engine, that they're somehow qualified uh, to resolve their own issues. And I don't mean this in any way that's disrespectful or patronizing or um, I'm not, I'm not putting anybody down because we all do this. And before I knew any of what I knew today, I did the same thing, right? We don't feel good in our bodies and we want to heal and we're looking for answers and we're experimenting. That is totally normal. But I will tell you that nutrition is all about chemistry. It's all about chemistry. It's all, you know, biology and biochemistry and physiology and, you know, all of these things. And to think that it's something that you can just casually, I don't know, learn in a search engine and read a couple of articles. Well, that's, you know, that's just not going to happen. It's not realistic and it's silly. I mean, that's like, you know, me deciding I want to change my transmission and I go and I pull up a video on how to change a transmission in a, you know, blank, blank car, whatever that might be. And, you know, think that I can do that. Obviously, that would require working under somebody who has expertise, taking a course, studying, reading. I mean, that's not a simple topic. But there's something about us humans where we think we can just kind of, you know, switch our diet and do some exercise and get a trainer and eat more kale. And it's it's all going to work out for us. And I wish that were the case, but, you know, but it isn't. So, when we look at chemistry, we're looking at you know biochemistry, we're looking at physiology, we're looking at the study of you know microbiology, um, anatomy. I mean, there's so many things that are involved. And as I mentioned earlier, we're just not educated and we're not trained in any of that. So we're not trained in our school system. It's not like our parents sit down and talk to us. It's not like our grandparents, you know, sit down and tell us anything. We've been multiple generations over and over and over again, probably three or four generations in where those topics, you know, those grandparents, which are usually maybe great, great, great grandparents who lived on the farm and did know a lot of stuff about natural healing and growing plants and herbs and all of those things, you know, that generation is pretty much gone. So, Moving into this topic, well, what do we do? Well, I'll tell you the first thing. Actually, I'll give you an example. I think that'll be easier to understand. Uh, I had a client come into my office, and this is common for men. Some of my male clients, they'll come in and they'll tell me, oh, I, I went to my physician, I had a blood test, and my iron levels are off the roof. I mean, they're super, super high. They're to the point where the iron is toxic. And my doctor is recommending that, you know, once a month, twice, twice a month, that I actually donate blood just to bring my iron level down. And my response to that is I will look at them 
And I will say very calmly and politely, I know you're not going to believe me. However, your iron levels are extremely deficient and low. And there's a reason why when the physician is taking a, a blood sample that it looks to be too high. So here's some chemistry as to why that's going on. We eat food, we chew and swallow, but just because we chew and swallow does not mean we digest, absorb, and assimilate, okay? And the interesting piece to this is we are all running in, well, we're not running in, we're there. We are all in a situation living on planet Earth where the food supply has been so tainted, so messed with, so raped of nutrition at this point that you can eat and eat and eat and eat and you're never going to receive what it is that you require as far as vitamins, minerals, macros, micros. That's just the state of what it is now. Unless, of course, you're somewhere where you have access to homegrown food or you're growing your own food. So if you're going to any kind of a grocery store outlet, uh, then that's going to be the situation that we're all in. And so all of us being in that situation and being deficient in vitamins and minerals, when you look at the basic chemistry of nutritional science and look at all the pathways of how we digest, absorb, and assimilate, it's kind of ironic because in order to digest, absorb, and assimilate, we require vitamins and minerals to power those pathways. So here we're in this kind of rat on a wheel situation where we're doing the best we can, perhaps, you know, we're eating our salads at night and we're having our oatmeal in the morning. We're getting our fiber in, you know, just, just doing the best we can. Being nutritionally deficient with doing the best we can, because that's just the state of the food supply, not really understanding that to the degree to which it's occurring in human bodies. And then running into the issue where we're so nutritionally deficient, we chew and swallow, but we don't digest, absorb, and assimilate. So in this example with this gentleman that I'm referring to, this client, what happens is that they have iron, when we're picking on that at the moment, that gets partially digested, partially processed. It gets dropped into the bloodstream, which is the major highway delivery system of the body, and then it kind of stops there. Or maybe some of the iron gets lodged into some tissues and stored because in order to continue the process of assimilating the iron and getting it into the cellular level, the nutrition deficiency has gotten to the point in this body where it can't do that. And so the iron gets dumped in the blood and dumped in the blood and more gets dumped in the blood and it kind of floats around and it, it, it isn't really bioavailable. And that's very common, especially in men, because obviously men don't menstruate. So we can have a buildup of iron that occurs. And so when they go and take a blood test, it appears as if that they are toxic in iron and they, they may be, they may have a level that is built up to a toxicity, but it's not happening in the way that they're getting their information, you know, from the physician, at least with this particular client. And so they go and donate blood and donate blood. Now, what is blood? Blood is life. <laughs> Literally it's oxygen it's water. It's a major waterway in the system. And it's also nutrition. It's the highway system through which things travel, things such as nutrition to get to cells and to access cells and move into the cells. 
So if you're going and you're giving blood once a month, twice a month, you're further defeating the purpose in the sense that you are actively lowering your nutrition status even further than it already is. So when I was sitting with this particular client that I have in mind at the moment, I said, I, look, I know you think I'm going to be a little crazy by saying this, but you're actually really deficient in iron. Let's go ahead and run your assessments, you know, your whole body scans, and, and I will show you what I'm talking about. I don't expect you to believe me in this moment. And so sure enough, we'll, you know, run, run the whole body scans. We look at all of the data and we'll just see all kinds of things related in their, um, you know, blood counts that they're very low in all kinds of things related to, um, you know, their, their red blood cells, maybe the number of red blood cells, the width, the volume of what the red blood cells are carrying, et cetera. And they'll just kind of sit back and just kind of, you know, give me this look. Um, and I'll say, okay, so here's what's going to happen with your permission. I will, based on the data that we've collected, I will design a supplement protocol for you. And in that supplement protocol, you're going to have iron and take iron, but you're not going to take it right away. Maybe you'll start it in four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, you know, whatever, 12 weeks, whatever amount of time. So I will hand them a supplement protocol. They, you know, carry on with that. They leave the office. They do that for whatever recommended amount of time. They come back in and we do a rescan. And what I explained to them is going to happen is exactly what happens. So when we start building up the nutrition in the body, that body picks up all of that nutrition and it starts to be able to process all the pathways that digest, absorb, and assimilate. And because of that, now the iron, where it was just kind of dead in the water uh, or hanging out in the blood, it now starts to be assimilated, starts to get picked up and transported and moved into the cells. So they may be taking some vitamins and minerals. They are not taking iron. This particular individual was not. They came back in for a rescan and sure enough, they had a dramatic improvement in their iron level. And they're just looking at me, scratching their head. So I put it together again, explain it one more time. And they're like, well, I'll be damned. Okay, um, I, I get it. And so as soon as we can see that their iron is not any longer in a, in a toxic state building up in the blood, then at that point, I'll go ahead and start introducing, you know, put them on some kind of an iron uh, capsule that they'll start taking to continue for their iron to, to build up until the point that it's in the normal range. So this is an example of what I'm talking about when I talk about chemistry. Just one tiny little example. Uh, I'll give you another example that I think you'll find very intriguing. I may do some assessment and evaluation, whole body scanning on, on some folks, and it comes back that the um, absorptive capacity in the small intestine is moderate, moderately to severely abnormal. What does that mean? Well, your small intestine is where the majority of your nutrition is absorbed and pulled into the body. Like that's why the small intestine exists. And so if your small intestine is compromised, again, you're chewing and swallowing, but you're not digesting, absorbing, and assimilating. And so we get into this vicious cycle of chemistry or biochemistry where we have nutritional deficiency, we're eating food, 
but maybe we're only able to onboard 30% of what we're eating. And I'm just making that number up. Okay. And so in that case, when you start a supplement protocol, you don't want to give all the things and the high doses of everything something somebody would need. I would much rather give a dose that a small intestine that can only absorb 30% in that moment in time. I'd rather give them a dose where they can absorb 100% of that smaller dose rather than give them a high dose and maybe they kick out uh, 70% of whatever it is they're taking, you know, vitamin C or B vitamin and only absorb 30% and the other 70% they pee out. Well, that's not intelligent. That doesn't make any sense that, you know, you might as well go outside and light fire to your dollar bills. So when I'm talking about how, you know, the topic of how do we orchestrate and structure things in such a way where we actually get results, right? Results towards healing. This is some of the information that people need to learn and understand and work with somebody who knows how to navigate these things so they actually get the results that they're looking for. All right. Hope that you found that intriguing and interesting. We're going to go to a quick break and we'll come back for some more really good stuff. So hang in there. See you in a minute. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe. Air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. Hi, this is Nicola Burnett. Welcome to the final segment of this podcast, Looking for Healing Radio. Okay, so I want to jump in and talk about, just to kind of wrap this up, I want to talk a little bit about, okay, so we have established that for most people, natural healing is very uh, unclear and confusing, and most people don't have the results they're looking for when they try to figure this out on their own. The second thing that I went into was to explain a little bit about 
the uh, a little more technical details of things that are involved in, in natural healing. So I want to talk a little bit now about how, so how do we do this, right? We know we're not well, we want to get better. And so what do we do? And I would say, honestly, the first thing you want to do is probably find somebody that you have faith in, right? That has a good track record that, uh, you know, has helped uh, other people. Because again, I am never going to try to convince myself that I can work on my car or fix my car. Could I maybe learn how to change a tire on the side of the road? Yeah, probably if I was interested in that. (laughs) Uh, Or could I figure out maybe how to do an oil change? Yeah, probably something simple like that. But beyond that, having some serious issues with a car and changing parts and installing things and pulling it apart and putting it together, forget it. So I think it's just a really good thing to understand that seeking the advice of somebody that, again, you have faith and trust in and has a proven track record is something that's really important in this industry and not just um, lure ourselves into the fact or into the belief system that we could figure this out. Could we figure a couple things out? Yeah, you know, definitely we could uh, on our own and help ourselves to some degree. But when you're really, really looking to do the full overhaul of the body, you know, if you come in and you're on 16 medications and see your practitioner and, you know, you've got a laundry list of six diseases, if you will, uh, then, you know, you're, you're going to need some help, (laughs) I would say. So, so it's okay to ask for help. And that's an, you know, that's, that's an intelligent strategy to do. Um, I'm going to get a little bit into a little more detail, a little bit more down the rabbit hole about what's involved with healing. And I'm going to just say straight up the first thing that is predicated on the process of a human body, a biology correcting itself is nutrition. I'm, I'm telling you, nutrition is the foundation for everything. So think of it this way. This is how I describe it to my clients so many times. You could go out and buy the most expensive car in the world. And I mean, in the world, it's got every bell, every whistle, you know, custom wrap, paint job, you know, whatever it might be. And if all of a sudden one of the tires is taken off the car or the gas tank is empty, if it is a gas powered vehicle, you got nothing you got a museum piece that sits in your garage that maybe you could brag about brag about one you know once upon a time i used to drive around town in this you know cool car so health works in a similar way it there's there's aspects to it there's parts there's pieces there's dynamics there's you know there's the biochemistry there's the physiology there's all the pieces there's a certain order a certain timing of things and how they need to be done and so the basis of everything and i mean everything is nutrition so as i mentioned before the food supply has been extremely altered damaged uh, raped of nutrition 
And so the number one issue that people are dealing with this these days are extreme nutritional deficiency. Now, I believe that there is an agenda on the planet to make the entire global population uh, dependent upon the proposed system of healthcare. We'll just call that Western medicine or the cabal medicine system. And so just think about this logically. Use your common sense. If you were that person or persons who had a nefarious agenda, you were going to put out this system or this program, and you were going to make damn sure that the entire global population was going to seek it, rely on it, continue to use it, what would you do? If you were very well versed in physiology, anatomy, biochemistry, nutritional science, microbiology, what would you do? Hmm, let me think. Gosh, I would gain control of the food system on the planet. Hmm, has anyone done that? Yeah, I think so. If you do your research and you go back and look, the entire global operation of farming, agriculture, food production on this planet, I think last time I looked, it's controlled by five, six, or seven corporations, something along those lines. And they make it look as if there's a myriad of companies that control the food supply. And they make it look like there's lots of competition. I mean, just go into a grocery store. You go to the aisle of, I don't know, ice cream in in the freezer section. You've got 30 different maybe uh, options of ice cream, maybe 30 different companies and 30 different brands. But if you were to really go and do your homework and type in and plug in, you know, company X, who owns company X? And then all of a sudden it'll say, oh, company Y, who owns company Y? And you just keep going with this. Everything will come back to these, these conglomerates and these monopolies who have taken over the, the food supply. So that's the first thing to understand. The second thing to understand is that they have been altering, modifying, experimenting, uh, damaging uh, the food supply for well over a hundred years, well over a hundred years. So we've really gotten to a point where, you know, the term Frankenfood is a real thing. And I mean, you know, again, just logic and common sense. I don't think I've eaten, we'll pick on fruit, you know, a watermelon, a cantaloupe, a banana in at least a decade that has any semblance to the kind of taste that I used to experience when I was a child. I remember that. I remember the joy of food and I remember biting into something and, you know, the sweetness of a, of a watermelon. And now it's just, you know, maybe there's a little bit of sweetness with kind of an off taste. And usually when you cut a melon open, I'm finding these days, just the top maybe inch or two of the melon has some semblance of what it used to taste like. But when you start getting into the deeper layers and getting more closer to the skin of the melon, it tastes like air. (laughs) That's always my description. There really isn't any flavor or taste or texture or any of that. So, you know, it's happened slowly over time. 
And they do it very slowly so that you won't really notice, right? A little bit here and a little bit there and a little bit here. And then your taste buds will just consider that, you know, to be normal, whatever, you know, whatever you're experiencing in the, in the taste and the texture. So nutrition really is the basis. It's the foundation of everything. Again, what nutrition is to a body, gasoline is to a car. That's all you have to remember. You don't even have to know anything more than that. Now, the next piece that's really important is the process of detoxification. Now, this word has been overused and bastardized and used in marketing so much that now when you say that word, now people think, oh, I look good in a bikini in the summer, or I lost 10 pounds and I fit in my wedding dress, or you know, my acne went away. Um, that's really what people associate with detoxification when I just ask clients, what do you think about when I say the word detoxification? Most of the time, 90% or greater of the time, their response is related to some kind of conditioning and programming that they've heard through marketing and advertising. And I can hear it in their language and the words. So what is detoxification? It's actually a sequence of chemistry that is governed by the laws of the universe, right? That's the creator of all that is. And that is implanted, that knowledge, that wisdom is implanted into our bodies. And that's what everybody is suffering with. And I mean everybody. I don't care what you walk into my office with, what bizarre symptom, what disease you have, what, whatever anybody's told you. I'm telling you, it comes down to two things. And those two things are lack of nutrition combined with a high toxic load in the body. Once you clear those two things, miraculously, mysteriously, people's symptoms, issues goes away. Their dysfunctional chemistry goes away. And, you know, it's a miracle. Hallelujah. Their, their issues, you know, they're no longer oh, I don't know, you know, throw your name of your disease out there. Uh, diabetic, their cancer mysteriously went away. Uh, they don't have sinus, chronic sinus infections or chronic UTIs anymore. So it's a game that's been played and it's been released onto the public that there's this, you know, game called disease. And if that was really true, all of us practitioners that are successful and work in natural medicine and successful with getting results for our clients, they wouldn't heal. Things wouldn't change. Their symptoms wouldn't go away. And if their symptoms don't go away, then we would be out of business. So, you know, there's some truth to that um, in, in the reveal of the fact that they're um, spinning their disease story is exactly that. It's just a story. Now, let me talk a little bit about detoxification because it is not easy and it's not as simple as going to Whole Foods and buying a powder and doing a parasite cleanse for 30 days. Again, oh, if, if it could only be that easy, it's very involved. So think about with detoxification, think about maybe a bicycle tire and you've got a bunch of spokes in the wheel. Okay. So if you want to detox from, I don't know, heavy metals, for example, or pesticides, um, you know, something of that nature, then the things that you would incorporate to assist you with removing heavy metals, 
That's one chemistry. Okay. That's one line of chemistry. That's going to do nothing to remove pesticides. And if you want to clear pesticides out of the body, then there's a specific chemistry that you need to apply that clears pesticides, but that's not going to do much of anything to remove heavy metals. So we get into this situation with detox where it's thrown out there as if it's just this kind of one thing and it's simple and just do this detox and everything will be great. And again, oh my goodness, if it were that easy, that would be great. (laughs) There's so many things I wouldn't have to engage in with my clients, but unfortunately that's not the case. So detox is a process. Detoxification is, again, it's a chemistry sequence that needs to be activated. And so when that's activated, then you'll have results, but you really need to understand what's in a body. What do I have to uh, remove out of that body? And then you have to ask, what is the specific chemistry that I have to apply to remove that thing out of the body? And detox is typically a long process and it's multiple different types of detoxes. Um, You could do a detox that will uh, clean and clear the bile in the system for the liver and gallbladder, but it won't do a darn thing to remove stones out of the liver. So there's all these different situations that we butt up against when we're dealing with detox. And the most important thing I can tell you about detox is that it is a process. You have to be patient and there absolutely is an order and a timing. You do not put the cart before the horse. And I get so many clients coming and going, oh yeah, I detox, I detox all the time. I do this, you know, such and such cleanse. And I'm like, okay. So if you look at the anatomy of the body and the flow of chemistry and physiology, that's great. But that particular cleanse cleans only this and works in this particular area. And in order to clear that area, what did you do before that to clean the preceding organs that dump on that particular organ that you were cleansing? And they just kind of stare at me with big owl eyes and you know, don't really have anything to say. I, I, oh, I, well, I, I didn't know. <laughs> so there's a lot of, I see a lot of putting the cart before the horse when we're talking about cleansing. And when we're talking about order and timing, the body really has a very organized past the buck system, if you will. Uh, you know, the colon will dump on the liver, the liver puts a heavy load on the gallbladder. And then when all of that is congested, it puts a heavy load onto the kidneys. And so, you know, if somebody's going to go do a kidney cleanse, my question is, well, what'd you do for the liver? What'd you do for the gallbladder? And what'd you do for the colon? Because if those are continually dumping and adding stress onto the kidneys, you can do whatever you want to the kidneys and it's not going to stop. You know, I've had many, many clients come into my practice and they'll come in and they'll just kidney, kidney, kidney. Oh, I went to the doctor. My kidneys are failing. I'm in stage three kidney failure. Oh, the doctor says I'm going to have to go on dialysis within the next six months if I don't do this and don't take these medications and my kidneys are compromised and you know, so forth and so on. We will do our assessment and evaluation. I'll do the, the scanning that we do. And it'll oftentimes show up. They don't have a single issue or problem with their kidneys. The kidneys actually usually will show up as very strong 
in their biochemistry. But what we were seeing a lot of will be, you know, liver congestion, perhaps, uh, as an example. And when we see liver congestion, that is related to nine point, you know, nine point nine times out of ten, that's related to nutritional deficiency. The liver is a very big hog, if you will, as far as um, the amount of nutrition that it utilizes, requires, and needs to run the pathways that help to process all of the food, macronutrients, lipids, you know, glucose, all of those things, and to run the pathways that actually clean and clear the body. And so if the nutrition runs low, that creates heavy levels of congestion in the liver. The liver gets overwhelmed and stressed and starts dumping heavily onto the kidneys. I have one particular uh, client case uh, that I'd like to share with you. I had a female come in. She was in her early 70s, really bright, really spunky, really alert. This woman's probably got another 30, 40 years in her, probably going to live to 100. But yet she was dragging and dragging. And again, the same story, my kidneys, my kidneys, my kidneys. Well, we did a lot of work with uh, her nutrition, uh, dialing in the supplements, uh, repleting her nutrition. And so when you do that, so much of the dysfunctional chemistry will leave the body, you know, it'll clear itself out. And then it's kind of like the dust settles. And once the dust settles, then you can actually see the real issue of what's going on. And after she did some work and we did some, she had, she didn't even cleanse yet, actually. She just did the nutrition piece and she had such a wonderful response to the nutrition piece. And it cleared out so much of the toxicity in the body. What we were left over with was high levels of poisoning of mercury. And so I came right back to her after, I think it was about maybe nine months of working with her. And I said, so I think we've figured out what's going on in your body. And I said, remember when you came in and I said, your kidneys are one of the strongest organs in your body. I said, what, you know, now that we've done the nutrition and the clouds have cleared, what I'm really seeing is that you're, these, the tubules in the kidney, the filtration uh, part of the anatomy of the kidneys is really getting decimated and hit by the mercury from the dental work that she had. And so we were able to figure that out. And then we moved right into, you know, working with heavy metal cleansing. And guess what? She went back to her physician and got her daily testing. And they said, wow, it's a miracle. You don't have to come in every three months and get your kidney tests, we can back it off to six months. And then they backed it off to a year. And then they told her, I don't know, it's a miracle. Your kidneys are, you know, working fine. You know, we you don't need to come back at all. <laughs> so this is the type of thing that we see a lot in natural medicine. And I'd say the last thing that we need to look at once we uh, correct the nutrition and once we move through detoxing the majority of toxins out of the body, then we need to get into looking at if there's a necessity to do a hormone reset because it's the high levels of chemicals, lack of nutrition and toxicity that causes hormonal dysregulation in the body. So that's just a little bit of information, uh, kind of the, you know, the general platform as to how you move through a body and what's the process and what's the timing and what's the order and when do you do what?
And really, I will tell you, it's the body itself that is very clear in its language about what to do, when to do, and how to do it. So I hope you found this informational. I hope you found this educational, helpful. I hope that created a little bit of uh, more clarity for you. And I thank you so much for joining me today on Listening for Healing Radio. You know, I am so grateful for so many things. I'm so grateful for my education. I'm so grateful for my common sense, uh, my ability to just um, put two and two together. Uh, I have a good uh, gift of discernment and common sense. Um, I have a really great uh, gift of intuition. I'm I'm quite a highly sensitive being, and I pick up on a lot of things that other people don't pick up on, and I feel that's a, a gift. And I'm also really grateful for my clients. You know, I'm always saying that, wow, I can have all this information and all this skills and all this experience and all this knowledge, but if there isn't anybody that wants access to that or has interest in that or is interested in partnering to you know, work their their health issues out, then, you know, it's just a bunch of information that's flying around out there. So I'm very grateful for my clients and grateful for all of you that are on this podcast. For any of you out there in our listening audience that are curious to learn more about our unique approach and processes to natural healing, please feel free to check out our website at www.backtobalancelv.com. I thank you for spending the hour with me. I do hope you're feeling inspired and more aware of how natural healing works. Tune in next Tuesday to learn about what is meant by energy medicine, who we credit with the invention of energy medicine, and how and why energy medicine is so effective. Until then, Nicola Burnett signing out.